I'm Tred Hulse, and welcome to Episode 4 of the Treadcast, a podcast about success, each person's unique path to find it, the motivation to sustain it, and how they manage the bumps on that path. My guest is Mariah Formica, 20-year-old singer, songwriter, guitarist, voice alum, and founding member of the all-female rock band Plush, whose debut single, Hate, debuted earlier this month. Here's our conversation. Hi, Mariah. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. So good. So good to see you. And uh, for people uh, listening to the podcast right now, it just to, to see when I remember and you were you and I were talking before we came on the podcast that uh, I saw you and you were like 14, maybe playing a charity event. And uh, I just remember standing there being like, she's how old? <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, what? You know? <laughs> And then to see your progression, you know, to The Voice and American Idol and, and now, you know, with your fronting your own band, it's pretty incredible given the fact that you're only 20 years old. So take people back. You started playing guitar when you were like, what, five months, six months? Is that what it was? I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, I started, I started playing guitar around five or six years old. I fell in love with Aerosmith and Joe Perry was like the whole entire reason that I picked up a guitar to begin with. And, you know, because my dad had always had like 80s pop-up videos or that metal show on. And I just fell in love with guitar. It was just so infatuating to me. Now, it was when you picked up the guitar, because, you know, some people, it just sort of a match made in heaven. Like, with the first time you picked it up and you put it in your hands, I mean, what was that that first feeling? Because did you did you take any, like, traditional lessons, or did you just t- t- uh, teach yourself at that age? I didn't take any lessons. Um, I just kind of, it, it just, I had it in my hands, and it just felt perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, it, you know, I don't know how to explain. I don't even know how it happened. I just somehow found my way around it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, felt perfect. Now, what, what was the perseverance, though, especially at that age? Because as you know, you know, as kids, we do something and then five minutes later, we're like, okay, what else is happening? And so for you right. to, to have that patience, even then, to have that mm-hmm. drive is, is is pretty, pretty special to be able to stick with it. Yeah, I just, I always say it was like music chose me. I didn't choose it. And I don't know, I was just always a very, um, ever since I was, you know, a baby, I always, always knew exactly what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Always. And so, and, and, you know, so I would focus on the things that I loved to do. And it, there was never, uh, when it came to stuff like that, that I was passionate about as a kid, there was no moments where I got bored of it or wanted to do something else. You know, I, I never wasted time with anything that I wasn't passionate about as a right. kid, you know? I mean, that's, I and mean, that's especially these days when we seem to have like 15 right. second, you know, mind things where we're just kind of like, you know, this is this way. Now what, now what, let me grab my phone to be able to stick with it. Right. I mean, that, that's when you know, and I, and I think that's what I think a lot of us are looking for, you know, especially now where you, you're trying to find that passion again. You're trying to find that thing that motivates you that you don't think about is work or, or anything else. It's just, I do it because I want to do it and I love doing it. Right. So, exactly. Yep. So you started, obviously you're playing, playing locally. You uh, put your first song together. I think when you were, you wrote and recorded your first song when you were 11. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you just, I it's a, it's actually pretty hilarious when I think back to it. <laughs> it's just like you know, I, you know, at eleven years, I'm trying to think what I was doing at eleven years old. Probably riding a bike. I wasn't being like, hey, you know what? I got the song I wrote, and I'd like to record it. I play guitar yeah. and you know, do all this kind of stuff. What do you think? And so it's you know, to have that mindset at eleven, that is extremely impressive. Has anybody ever used the term like old soul with you? Like, there's you know, you've been around before all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I remember when I was when you know when I was growing up in, in elementary school, I would be like, I would always want to like stay inside. Mm -hmm. uh for recess and just like you know just chill by myself and my teachers talked to me and they would always tell my parents at like the parent teacher conferences they're like you know she's just 
such an old soul that sometimes I have to be careful. But when I tell her, I have to remember that she's a child. <laughs> <laughs> yep. so, so yeah, I, I grew up hearing that a lot or things along that line, uh, along those lines. So you're one of those kids, like when people post them on social media, it's like, well, there she is three going on 30. You were definitely that person. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Mariah Formica is my guest on the Treadcast. I uh, just put out actually their uh, their new song of uh, the band uh, that she formed, Plush. Their new song, Hate, came out yesterday, and uh, the um, reception has been great uh, to the song. Uh, I'm an old you know rock guy. You know I've I've I was raised on Zeppelin, Rush, and Pink Floyd, and while I've dabbled in other types of music and stuff, I always seem to fall back to you know, the big loud guitars, the big booming drums and all that. And it's great to see yourself and other bands sort of bringing back rock and roll where I think we got lost for a while. And was there any of of that time when you were coming up, did anyone ever try and steer you in a different direction? They were kind of like, hey, rock and roll is great, but it's kind of... Was there anyone ever said to you, hey, why don't you try this type of music or try that type of music? Oh, yeah. Yeah, all all the time. Uh, You know, I've heard, I've had people be like, you know, your, your voice is so great. You don't want to waste it on rock and roll. You know, you could be a star, you could be a pop star, you know, stuff like that. And it's pretty insulting, actually. Well, did you see my face when you said it? I was like, you know, really? (laughs) Yeah. And look, I love pop. Like, don't get me wrong. I love, I love all sorts of music. I really, really do. I mean, you could find, people would be surprised if they went through my playlist on my phone because I listen to all sorts of stuff. I mean, my favorite artist is Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I love pop, but my soul and the way I am and what I always end up writing is just not, it's not, you know, it always, like you said, it always comes back to rock and roll. Yep. Always. There's never a time when it doesn't. And yeah, there was a time where, particularly when I had just been eliminated from The Voice, I was like, you know, I was 16. I was feeling discouraged because I was like, great, like, this is just another sign that rock is dead. and. Mm-hmm. It's not supported anymore in the industry. And so I thought, okay, why don't I try and write pop songs and stuff? And I I had it like I was going to release a pop song and everything. And then last minute I, you know, I had a realization and I was like, you know what, guys, I'm not going to release this song. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to release this song. This is completely the wrong direction. And I have to be myself, you know, because people know if you're being a poser. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't like who likes a fake. Who likes a fake? Yep. You know, yep. Yep. no one. And also, I wasn't happy. You know, it came full circle. Mm-hmm. And I, re- but I needed that time in my life to realize, you know, to just have a stronger bond with myself and yep. getting to know myself. It's, it's, and kind of soldier through that. And I think that's anybody who's who goes through that, that point in their lives where they're trying to follow their dream, but they're those bumps in the road where it's like, where it's kind of saying to you, hey, maybe go this way. And you kind of consider it. But you have that that moment where you're just like, no, I, I got to stick with it. So let's talk about the, the voice real quick. That had to be a whirlwind. At least it seemed that way, following you on social media and stuff where it's just like, hey, we're here. We're yeah. there. Hey, there's this person. Hey, look, there's Adam Levine. Hey, and he's just like, yeah. So what was that yeah. like, you know, days and weeks late out in, out in L.A.? It was great. I, I honestly don't remember anything but positivity from that show. I mean, it was just, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And we had so much fun. You know, I loved being on Team Miley. I met my best friend there. We're still friends to this day. And I learned new things about yeah. myself and newfound skills that I took home with me. I mean, the voice was really... It's just an amazing time. Mm-hmm. With the voice, though, it, it kind of also, I'm thinking, gave you sort of a little bit more insight into the into the industry itself, how things go, how things sometimes don't go. And I think 
maybe had been maybe a cautionary tale in some respects. We were kind of like, okay, I see how this sort of starts to play out a little bit. So as you move forward in your career, you can kind of be like, oh, okay, I know what this really is. Right. And it also really taught me that at the end of the day, you are the one, you know, you and who you surround yourself with, you guys are the ones that are going to make your dreams mm-hmm. happen. Yep. It's not a TV show. Yeah. You know, yep. it's not a TV show. It's not social media. It's not just social media. It's not any of those things. You have to do that. Yep. And it gave me that type of insight because, I mean, luckily I, I kind of had an idea already going into it that this wasn't going to make or break my whole entire career. Mm-hmm. And so I felt bad watching the people that would get eliminated and they just were like broken thinking that, well, this is it. This was my one shot. I don't have anything left, you know? And so it taught me about that. And really it taught me that I really think it was a blessing in disguise that I didn't go further on the show because the shows, they just don't make stars anymore. Like they used to, you know? No, very true. That's a great point. And it's like, it's great for the winners, but I, you know, what are they I mean, this is no disrespect to them, but it's like, are they stars like mm-hmm. they want it to be right now? Yep. Are they, has it got, how much further has it gotten them from where they were when they started? Yeah. I would have hated to want to win, you know, to have won and had a, a deal that, you know, guaranteed me an album with, a with you know, Republic Records. And what if it was a flop, mm-hmm. you know? And I was still tied to them for X amount of years. Yep. I just... Honestly, it was yeah. a blessing in guys. And, and I mean, that's and that's the thing, too, because I, I definitely in my radio career, I've, I've had people come in, you know, labels like, hey, this person's coming in, they'll do an acoustic thing. And like, so you listen to their songs that was given to you by the label and you're kind of like, it's all produced and this and that and this. And I remember I, and the, the sad part is I can't even remember her name because this was early on in my career. And I was kind of like, I don't know. She was, she had opened for a band to spec. I'm like, eh, eh, you know, like, I don't know. Right. She comes in and does three songs and just blows the roof off the place. Cause it's just her and a guitar player. There's no right. keyboards. There's no you know flashing lights. There's no nothing. And you sit there to yourself. And I've always been a purist. You can ask anybody where it's like, especially too, with an acoustic guitar and a microphone, you can't hide. You either have it or you, you, you have it or you don't. And I always hate that right. when they take a true talent and it kind of gets gets caught up in somebody else's vision, and you're kind of like, eh. you know, you were talking about like one of your favorite artists, Lady Gaga. She does her thing, and she has her own kind of image. But it's like she could sit down at the piano and rip your heart out, you know, without oh any without She's any crazy. flash or anything. Just sit right down and boom. And that's something about Lady Gaga too. Is like she's a true artist. Yep. You know, where like yeah, she has all these looks and all these different things, but she just is so who she is yep. all the time. Yep. And she always has been, yep. you know, and that's something that about Lady Gaga that separates a, a, an artist from just a performer, yep. you know? So yeah, there's a big, I've always said there's a big defining line, especially when it comes to the music industry between music and product. There's a big right. difference where it's like, they're just putting it out to whatever the, there's other stuff where, pe- you know, artists put out music and she's definitely one right. of those. Now, Plush, the band. Tell me a little bit about this. And where it just seemed to, again, not really a whirlwind, but I remember you you were back here in the area, you recording new music, and then all of a sudden it's just like, I think she's going somewhere. There's something's going on. You know, the whisper, whisper, whisper. And then all of a sudden there's this big announcement and, you know, a record friend of mine that you know reached out and said, hey, check it out. And I'm like, wow. So where how did this all come about? Yeah, so um, it had just been, it was like the beginning of quarantine, the very, very beginning. And... I had just come to an end with my, uh, you know, my backing band before because I was doing the solo thing for a while. 
which was great. It was fun. We've had, we had a lot of great experiences together. You know, I love those guys to death. I really do. But I think we just all wanted, we all wanted different things, you know, and Mm -hmm. we weren't exactly happy, you know, anymore. And that's fine. And we all ended up finding things that, that we were happy with. I just remembered my goal when I was younger, my dream was always to be a part of a band. Always. It was, that was always my end goal was to just be a part of a band. And then I thought, you know, why not put together an all-female band? Because I discovered Brooke C, who's, who's the, you know, now the drummer yep. of Plush. And yep. I was like, oh, my gosh, this girl's 16. And she literally lives, like, 40 minutes away from me. And so our dads got in contact with, e- with each other through um, through the chance. Yep. And, uh, yeah, we, we jammed together. And then we were like, well, let's see if we can put, you know, this together. And she's like... Yeah, I have a, a really good friend of mine, and she's a great bass player, and I think that we would really gel well together. And so, you know, she invited Ashley to jam with us, and it was the three of us. And then we decided, why don't, yeah, why don't we do this? And um, we just love the idea of an all-female band mm-hmm. because we can relate to each other. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, we we can experience all the stupid comments that grown men will say about us yep. together. As yep. women, you know, yep. we can experience all that. Yep. I just really, really love that. And so then Surface uh, surface Management ended up uh, signing me after Brooke and I's Barracuda video. And then they were then they got on board with the idea, too. And they were like, yeah, you know, we'll help you. And we'll really help you, you know, try and push this. Yep. And I had tweeted out that we were looking for a female guitar player. And then Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm was kind enough to retweet that. And that's actually how our lead guitar player, Bella Perron, found us. Mm-hmm. Which is just great. And, and I can't say enough. And, and I know you've you spent time with her as well. Lizzie Hale from, from oh, obviously, of Hailstorm is, for me, one of the best female rock singers, female singers in the in the business today. I saw her at, uh, as you know, the club, the small club, Northern Lights, um, a long oh, time yeah. ago. And then obviously, then then obviously they moved up the food chain, and I saw them at SPAC. But I still remember just sitting there. That was my show. I, that was my first hailstorm show. Was um, yeah, Northern Lights. Oh, like, okay, yeah, that was. That was my first show. It was their second album had just come out. Yeah, I remember. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was because I remember they were like, "Oh, you want to you know go back and hang?" And so we go back, and it wasn't a tour bus; it was like a family camper. And so we're just, <laughs> we're just kind of hanging out. Yeah, her, RJ, and the guys were just kind of hanging out. And we're just like, "Okay, this is surreal, but very cool at the same time." And right. uh, and just to, but again, they're just sort of a you know she's an artist, and, and they're a band that continue to again to carry that rock flag that you know right. you, yourself is carrying as well. Hopefully, you don't take this the wrong way, but I hear. A little bit of hailstorm in hate. I, I hear a little bit of, of her there. Obviously, you've got you know plush has their own you know thing about it. But I hear that song and for and I think about in a good way. I think about hailstorm and, and, and artists like that. And did, did when you were recording and, and writing and putting together, did that sort of eke into your mind a little bit? It didn't. Um, it didn't really come to my mind. It's mm-hmm. just I think it's just I love hailstorm mm-hmm. and. Lizzie Hale has always just been a, like a subconscious influence of mine. Mm-hmm. You know, I it's it's strange. Like whenever I write, I don't necessarily think about oh, this kind of sounds like yeah. you know, hails for me. But I will I would never ever take that the wrong way. Are you kidding okay. me? Like, well, just because some Mariah, you'll learn some some bands are kind of like, well, we have our own sound and music like this. It's right, like, right. That's no, not what I'm saying. It's like, you know, you you right. in a, you think about it in a good way. You're going to like, ooh, wow, right. this really has not, something to it. It's not like you're like, 
it's not like you were saying like, oh, you guys are a cardboard cutout of nails. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Hey, you're the influence, and that's yeah. great. You know, yeah. he is the yeah and, and, and i still could you know like even back in the day like all these bands saying you sound like led zeppelin whoa we have our own sound it's like it's led zeppelin dude okay i'm not saying you know it's like i'm not saying you sound like you know the the, the monkeys or some, you know some other prefab band i mean you sound like led zeppelin right. now singles out when are we getting when are we get the full album when are we get another song we're hungry now mariah come on <laughs> um i well you know as far as the full album goes, we don't really have a date for that right now. It's mm -hmm. definitely in the future, just yep. not the near future. Just because, you know, we're kind of still a baby band and yep. we're, we're still out. But you guys can definitely expect more music. We're definitely going to have multiple singles coming out. And our goal is, is to actually do an EP. Nice. And I, you know, and I think that's a great plan, too, because you don't want to rush things. You know, where, where, you know, because sometimes it's like, okay, we got the band together, let's get in the studio, let's pump an album out. And as you, and, yeah. And as you know, right now, that's not the way the world's working. You know, bands will put out albums, right. don't get me wrong, but where bands are, you know, finding success and everything else is, you know, hopefully for you guys soon out on the road, that's where you start right. to build your fan base. That's where you start to, to, to really get, you know, things going. So I think that's I a, say, it, yeah, I, I really feel like, um, I would I would like to build our fan base more, mm -hmm. you know, and then make a full length album. Yep. All right. So you you've met and opened for a number of you know big names, but what was the one where you were just kind of like like I you know even my radio days I've met certain people where it's kind of like oh this is really cool, but then certain people walk in a room and you're like, what was that moment for you? For me, it was definitely playing with Hailstorm. That yep. was that was <laughs> definitely. I mean, like, look, I love Joan Jett as well. But Lizzie Hale is like my Joan Jett, you know, mm -hmm. of, of my generation. I mean, Lizzie Hale, to me, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, that is my hero. That just, like, is yep. right in front of me. Yep. Right, now, right. exactly. Know? Yep. And so I think that was kind of the, because I'm the same way. Like, I don't, I never get, like, people always ask me, like, you know, who'd you get starstruck around? And the truth is, is I really never got, like, starstruck in the sense where I was just like, mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, I always have like a mutual like respect as a musician. Like I'm mm -hmm. like, you are a person who makes music that I love. You know what right. I mean? Yep. But with Lizzie Hale, I think that was the <laughs> closest to starstruck that I've yep. ever been. That was, it was pretty amazing. Yeah. When I met uh, Alex Lifeson and Gaby Lee from Rush, I was giggling mm -hmm. like a 12 year old kid. <laughs> they walked out, you know, and I've been in the industry for a long time and everything, but I'm a huge fan. They walk out. I literally turned to the person I'm with. I'm like, Oh my God. 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 And he's like, he's like, dude, chill, chill. And so I was with uh, my co-host and I tell her, I said, listen, if I start to dork out, you got to punch me. I go, I can't be a dork in front of these guys. <laughs> and she's like, I gotcha. I gotcha. I just walk up like, you know, but everyone else is kind of the same thing. I never felt that like, Oh my God, it's blah, blah, blah. But when I saw those guys, it was like, Oh, exactly. So, there's always that there's always that one person or those couple people there you're just like oh my freaking gosh mm -hmm. and i froze i didn't even know what to do i just froze and it was like i curled up into a ball i was so <laughs> shocked you know yep. <laughs> i was like 15 when i first met lizzie hill so it was like a it was you know yeah Mariah, I, I hopefully down the road to say 20 years from now, after you've had all this huge success and everything i'm going to ask you the same question but i ask you right now what is your most successful moment? What to you is success when you finally were sitting there going like, wow, this is, you know, what is success to you? I mean, success for me personally is a lot of things. It's never just one thing for me. I it's, first of all, it's being able to make a living doing what you love mm -hmm. with people that you love who share the same passion, I think. 
And when I think of success, I also think of touching other people's hearts yep. and helping people mm-hmm. and helping, you know, people resonate maybe if they can't necessarily put into words with it. Because I remember when I listened to bands like Korn and Evanescence when I was in sixth grade, those those were like my two favorite bands. And when they would put into words what how I was feeling, it was Absolutely. just, it was so amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's like, I mean, I guess that's why they call music like the universal language because there's just, it's amazing. But, you know, when I think of success, I think about how many people have I helped. And then I guess I would love to also be a household name. But really, the biggest thing I think would be just being happy, doing Mm -hmm. what I love and being able to live. You know what I mean? That's No, I think it's it's great. It's been it's been one of the great things when I started this this podcast is that I ask everyone I talk to the same question, and they all have their right. own thoughts about it. And the great thing is it's all across the board, of of certain things mm-hmm. like little things that are so big to them or whatever. And it's always great. I know it's a tough question to be like, hey, what does this mean? You know, like uh, you know, right. and everyone does. Everyone's kind of like, whoa, um, but <laughs> you know, like listening to different people's you know opinion or, or thought or belief in what success is is always very cool so now people mm-hmm. can find more about you guys plushrocks.net and the uh, the new single hate is out um but obviously you guys are gonna hopefully do some shows soon i'm hoping for sure yep yeah i really really hope so if it doesn't end anytime soon we definitely are hoping to do some live stream shows That'd for be sure so very cool so you guys are yeah. i know you guys are all over facebook instagram now where are you right now because i saw somebody behind you for a little while and i see a cool microphone where are you right now I'm in my little like workroom. Okay. In my house. Uh, that was my brother earlier. Oh, okay. He was, <laughs> he was like, "Can I sit in and like just listen to a little bit of your interview?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." Uh, um, so I guess I bored him, so yeah. he left. So. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is like my little workroom. Um, I just have my you know my computer in here, and yeah. I have a some monitors and the mic, and this is like where I do like all my scratch tracks and. Nice. Have and your dog. Some <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, Mariah, I'm so glad we were able to uh, to talk and to uh, you know just kind of say congratulations in person because it's always nice to see when somebody like yourself uh, really starts to, to to move up the ladder and really start to see success because as you know, there's so many people and you've probably seen them too. You've been like at a place and you see somebody play, you're like, wow, they're amazing, but they're, they're, that next step is never there. That next moment is never right. there. You know, and to, right. and to see someone like yourself continue to strive and continue to drive for it, and now it's really starting to bear fruit. It's, it's very cool. So congratulations on right. everything. So thank I would, you so much. Yep. So okay. So we'll mark it. it down in the calendar. Like twenty years from now, we'll get together again. You know, and I'll be like, <laughs> "What a success!" Well, let's see. You know, I, I got a lot of houses now and four or five boats. Eh, you know, I guess I have the same. So we'll see what happens. I wish you nothing but the best. Nothing but success. I'll get it out. I didn't, it's in this water. Anyway, Mariah, thank you so much. All the best. Thank you so much. You too. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Treadcast. You can listen to this episode again if you like, and others on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, and wherever you get yours. You can follow the Treadcast and get updated on upcoming episodes on Facebook at the Treadcast.